hello, welcome to Gareth Jones on speed. And no, you haven't missed anything. I'm at the Porsche Curves listening to the sound of the cars in the support race today, which is the road to Le Mans. Lots of lovely V8s and V6. Le Mans sports prototypes, but they're not the big cars. They're yet to come because in a couple of hours' time, the 2016 Le Mans 24 hours begins. And we'll be there for the whole race right here on Gareth Jones on Speed. Hello, welcome to Gareth Jones on Speed. This is the events leading up to the start of the magnificent race. At the moment, the time is on my cheap watch, 1.30pm. The race starts at 3. We're walking from our campsite at the Porsche Curves to take up our position in a grandstand called Benuist. Is that how you say it, Zog? I think so, yeah. yeah Benuist. The scale of this race is something to behold. The circuit is something like 13.7 kilometres long. It dwarfs Formula One circuits. So all the facilities around it are equally huge. The distances from some of the campsites, you do need to allow a certain amount of time to get to the circuit from where you're camping. Even though we're camping right alongside the Porsche Curves, if we wanted, we could walk 10 feet from our tent, 20 feet maybe, and see the start. The best place to see the start, of course, is in the start-finish straight in the grandstand. Hey, Stevie, you missed it last year. Only by an hour. <laughs> Not that much, though. No, we, we saw 23. It was fine. Yeah. <laughs> the first one, but we weren't quite... But the, the whole theatrical thing, the start of the race, is something to witness. So what I'm going to do is stop recording, and I will give you little time updates when we get to certain strategic points. And you'll see how long it will take to get to our seats, but not in real time. In Gareth Jones on speed time. <laughs> 1.40, we got to the train stop for Le Petit Train, which is coming past us, but in the wrong direction as we speak. And as you know, Le Petit Train is a great way to get from the campsite. Here it comes, listen to it rumble. You know what that is, don't you? It's one of those trains that you find in holiday resorts running people up and down the coast. It looks a bit like a tractor with a load of trailers. Very funny. Unfortunately, they've moved the stop. They've changed position. So we've made the judgment rather than jump on the train, jump off the train, just walk there because we did it yesterday. So the boys know what to expect. I know what to expect and you do. But that's a time check at 1.40. On the way, walking. Time check, 1.45, still walking along the outside of the circuit from the Porsche Curves to the Ford Chicane, the start-finish straight, track on our right, walking alongside me, Mr. Paul Zog Ierson. Oh, I gave you your full title, that oh, never happened, sorry. <laughs> Zog and I were just talking about footwear, because, as you know, we came in a pickup, and Zog says that the pickup has no business outside of being on a farm or a builder's yard. However... To go with the whole redneck vibe, decided to wear a pair of cowboy boots. And you're staying with it because you're wearing cowboy boots for the race. You're walking to the race in cowboy boots. I am, absolutely. I like a good pair of cowboy boots, so the only way I could really deal with the idea of being in that pickup for so long was to... Engage uh, with it. 
engaged. Yeah, you know, you yeah. know, properly channel my inner cowboy. So, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I've had the country music playlist. We've listened to a lot of George Jones on the way yeah. down. Yeah. And yeah, my boots made in Austin, Texas for the race. We were just talking about how functional they were for this purpose here. And I'm not sure cowboy boots are the best walking boots. You need something with a bit of padding because you're going to be walking all day for a 24-hour race. Obviously, I am not going to be walking all day for 24 hours. I'm, <laughs> I'm spending a lot of time sitting down watching a fantastic motor race. Will, and I intend to look good while I'm doing it. Right, well, I put to you then, you may have not chosen the best footwear well, for this yeah, event. Ah, well, that's controversial. Because my footwear, the more functional footwear, the proper walking boots, allows me, if I do need to walk somewhere, to do it without any pain or discomfort and extends my abilities. Would you agree? Yes, I would, absolutely. Right. A good pair of cowboy boots, good and supportive, properly waterproof. Yeah. I'm not knocking them completely. Don't dismiss, no. don't dismiss them too easily. Hey, I was an alarm roadie for five years. Ah, yeah, yeah. We wore cowboy boots. That's yes, our good. thing. You look at all the pictures, we're all wearing cowboy boots. Black ones. Good, good. So, I put to you, if you say that the pickup truck is no business outside of Builders Yard or Texas, I say your cowboy boots have no business outside of being on a horseback or riding a Harley Davidson, certainly not walking... 10 miles a day. <laughs> Only as a counter to your argument. Well, fair enough. Well, you know, aesthetics, you know, cowboy boots look good. Our pickup truck, which I don't know if I explained, uh, has a Nissan engine. So that's the Le Mans connection this year. They raced here in LMP1, of course, and they're providing a bulk of the LMP2 V8s this year. So will we try to follow LMP2? Oh, it's tricky choosing drivers, isn't it? Yeah, it is. LMP2, I think I'd really like to see Chris Hoy get a good finish. So I'm backing him all the way in LMP2. Always happy to see Sam Bird. He's in a G drive, I think, isn't he? Nicolas Lapierre, I'll be following in LMP2 because of his old A1 GP connections. What else in LMP2 interesting? Oh, the chap in the adapted car because he's lost most of his limbs. Yeah, the SRT41. Yeah. Uh, it's technically an LMP2, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, they're not really competing with anybody for a class win or anything, but it'd be great to see them perform. have a good race and prove that it's possible to adapt the design of these cars for a physically disabled driver who is otherwise perfectly able to compete. Yeah. Well, we look forward to seeing that. Also, look forward to seeing the build-up to the start of the race with various displays and stuff. And I will now give you our next time check. It is 1.50 or thereabouts. And we've arrived at the gate where I'll stop recording because I need to get me pass swiped. And I'll update you when we're getting closer. There is a small matter that we can't see Damien and Stevie behind us. If you see them, will you let them know we're looking for them? time check six minutes past two we're slightly delayed not by any security checks or anything like that but by meeting up with some garantees on speed listeners dave galpin turned up there and his mate martin arrived through the turn styles at the precise moment we did what are the chances of that happening actually largely increased if you get people who follow the same thing going to the same events if we're being mathematical about this stevie weather update Foreboding. It is, isn't it? There's a darkness in the cloud. A little bit of drizzle, a bit of wind getting up. The weather is closing in. Very exciting. And we're closing into our position. We're walking underneath our Dunlop umbrella, appropriately, for the Rebellion team, who we're now allied to. We're hoofing it up past the ACO's main building. And I'm not sure how long it's going to take to get there. Certainly 20 minutes, but we will be sat down for the start of the race. Update soon.
helicopters and La Marseillaise, the French national anthem, which, once again, as it always does, because I like an anthem, makes all the hair on my arms stand up. Time update, 12 minutes past two. We're still walking along the stands, trying to identify ours. We haven't been in it yet. We just passed stand 17, we think, and we're in stand 12, so not too far now. I know we will be there for the start of the race. And how about that? Just as I stopped recording and the anthem finished, we arrived. At the Scalier Dirt, the, the, the second set of stairs. Let's find out. Let's see, you see, when we're in. And at 2.16pm, we are sat in our grandstand. We're in row B, so we're only the second tier. Quite low, not high at the back, low at the front screen in front of us and we are in the curves that lead up the hill to the Dunlop Bridge to my left I see the Dunlop Bridge to the right I can see the mast grandstands and this this is going to be great of course it is it's Le Mans one of those key moments where you know it's getting exciting because Zog claps his hands and just did your signature move there. Yeah, you as well. Did you see that? He was dribbling. Dribbling his hands and then started dribbling. No, that, 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 was a, that, was, that was a giggle at just the wrong moment. It just, you know how it happens when you know We just saw them hold up the sign which says Gentlemen Statue of Moteurs. And hopefully, in a minute, if I continue recording, you will hear the cars as they rumble by. Always one of my favourite bits. Now, I'm using a new recorder this year and I need to practice a little bit getting the audio levels right so if I don't get it right on the first lap forgive me by the second lap I will have the levels right there go the two Porsches the two Audis that's the Rebellions those are our cars the G-Drive LMP2s the Alpines, the Manor, nice to see Manor racing, the Signatec cars, the LMP2s still keep coming. And they still keep coming. And they release the GTs. Listen to this chorus of beautiful noises. Listen to the Ferrari sing and the Corvettes bark. Those are the Fords. Oh, those Fords look incredible. Look at that shot of the four of them together heading up towards the Dunlop Bridge. 
that is epic. Four cars in the same paint scheme. Porsche 911s, Corvettes, Aston, 911, Ferrari, Ferrari, Corvette. So there go the GT Pros, here come the GT Ams. And some more LMP2s and a Corvette, of course, a Corvette, always a Corvette. Could you and I run a GTM team? Yeah, yeah. You, get, you get the money together, so you get the money, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. What, are you thinking of entry next year now? Well, you know you were talking about reasons to come back next year. That's my new reason, <laughs> only if we've got a team. <laughs> and we're running a Nimrod. Cool. <laughs> I like the way you think. Well, Let's like, build out from that. If they've got the right kind of support race, you might, you, that's actually conceivable, just about, yeah. next year. Uh-oh. <laughs> All the cars have gone by and the stands go quiet because they will now form the dummy grid and prepare for the great race to start. Anticipation is everything. Often the anticipation of something that you're going to do that is really good is better than the thing that you actually are anticipating. And so the build-up to the start of the 24 hours is crucial at the moment. This sense of tension has been thrown into a degree of chaos because of the changeable weather conditions. It's just started raining. So the cars have been sent round on another lap so they come into the pits and choose the tyres that they want to start the race on. We don't know if it's going to be raining this part of the track for the start of the race but just another part of the circuit because it's so big you can have four different weather systems over the one piece of track so there's a certain amount of roll the dice and make your choice full wets intermediates slicks i don't know what the aco rules say whether they declare it a wet race you're not allowed to start on slicks but let's find out what happens oh boy In the few minutes before the start of the race, while well, they work out what tyres they're going to use, let's tell you who we're going to support during this race. We were talking about LMP2 earlier on, Zod, weren't we? Yeah, should we look at GTE? Yeah, it's hard, isn't it? it? It's very hard. Yeah, I, 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 I... To be honest, LMP2 for me is a bit less interesting. I find the P1 and the GT races more interesting to follow than LMP2. And GTE this year with the Forge coming back, that's Titanic. very exciting. Yeah, yeah, and I've got to shout for one of those. Yeah. And the question is which one? There are four cars to choose from, but I think 
I think I'd rather fancy the Bourdais car. Seabass's... Uh, Number 68, seat. so it's Sebastian Bourdais, Joey Hand and Dirk Muller. Yeah, I like that international lineup in the Ford. Sebastian Bourdais, yeah, he's got the more history, he's got F1 history and... Oh yeah, so, so, so I think Sebastian number 68, the number 68 Ford. I'm going with the number 67 Ford GT with Marino Franchitti, who I know a little, Andy Prio, who yeah. has been racing in Le Mans long enough. He should get noticed, and people generally don't notice him. And Harry Ticknell, who's worked hard over many, many years. So the number 67 Ford GT, but if any Ford wins, I'll be happy. I wouldn't mind one of the Astons yeah. uh, winning. I wouldn't mind their number 50 Corvette taking it. But Aston Martin-wise, in GTM, the Beach Dean sponsored Aston Martin V8 because I like ice cream. That was your reason I was about to ask, yeah. It's uh, a good reason. And GT Pro, I don't know, it's tricky. Who am I going to go for? I think it's got to be Darren Turner in the 95. Darren Turner. Uh, the 95 Aston Martin, Martin. yeah okay who's also sharing with Marco Sorensen and Nicky Tim yeah yeah. Yeah. I think it's Tim you pronounce his name Tim Uh, yeah alright is that all your choices now yeah that's it what do you think let me just have a look I will tell you flicking through these I find it very difficult because there are reasons to support many of these guys so working from the back of the grid Matthias Lauder is in an Aston Martin in GT and Matthias is an old A1 GP ally so I'm watching that the number 98 car the Oak Racing Morgan Nissan driven by Frederick Sosset everyone will be supporting that just because of a remarkable achievement and technological application that car represents enabling people with missing limbs to race in this wonderful race I don't have any others in GTM apart from the number 86 Golf Porsche which Adam Carroll is driving so I know you'll be watching that oh car. yeah I, later, I have to add that to my list yeah we love it's Adam a, Carroll he's never a, had the Gulf brakes it's so yeah can I have a Ferrari as well just to be on the safe side I'm looking for one not in Am there's probably one in Pro Christina Nielsen one of the two lady drivers in the number 60 in the GTE Amateur Formula Racing as the team at a Ferrari 458 Italia I'll be watching her and also while we're talking about the ladies I've missed out a car I have missed out a car somehow I'm looking Fizzy's here now racing for Ritzy Competizione as opposed to AF Cox so Giancarlo Fisichella Tony Belanda Matteo Maluccelli in the number 82 Ritzy Competition Ferrari I'm watching carefully that's it for GTE I know Stevie's going to pick a Corvette Gian Maria Bruni I followed for a long time he's here in the AF Cox number 51 Ferrari I can't have everyone there are many cars I'm just not bagging even though I'd like to in LMP2, my choice, I think you know, is going to be possibly the RGR Sport by Morand Ligier, because Bruno Senna's in it, we love Bruno, and Philippe Albuquerque, who's a driver like he should be from Liverpool, nephew, Hans nephew, yeah, and I've got to watch that, despite the fact that we have a relationship with Morand last year. There are so many cars worth mentioning. Lapierre, of course. Hey, that's it. Damien, do you want to study that book for a minute? I have. Okay, go on. I'm Rebellion all the way. Good lad. And Garage 56. Yeah. With the quadriplegic race driver. Sounds amazing. That's it, I think. And what about the college? Because the Ukrainian connection for your family. No. 
No. No, it's just rebellion, I think. Good lad. We are all united on supporting rebellion. Of the two cars, I'm struggling because I met Alex Imperatori yesterday and he was fantastic. But he's not in the car I was going to back, which is the other rebellion car. So I'm now backing both rebellion cars. So I'm going with 12 as my favourite rebellion. Your primary car. Stevie, rebellion, Corvettes, nothing else. That's what he says. I like the simplicity of that. Well, that's interesting, an English announcement about the weather <laughs> for the Brits, no doubt. Well, we wait now because the time is 12 minutes to three. It's been declared a wet race. It's going to start behind the safety car. So we will be slightly thwarted in hearing that joy of all the cars on the same bit of circuit being released and going at the same time. For the moment, that will happen. But in that time, I can tell you about the LMP1 cars. Because I realised the conversation we had earlier on about who we're backing on. Yes. We didn't actually record. That was just a conversation you and I had. We haven't told them on the programme. Okay, very good. So, tell us about your cars. Porsche? Yes, Porsche, and sorry to be obvious, but the number one car, Mark Webber's car, uh, alongside Brendan Hartley and Tima Bernhard. Love to see Webber win this race. Yeah, he would enjoy that, that, wouldn't he? Yeah. In that case... I'd enjoy it. Yeah. I'm going to back the number two Porsche 919 hybrid, uh, because you're a, you're Neil big... Yarny's in it. Yeah. Yeah. My mate Neil, who... I say my mate, he's not my mate. I know him. <laughs> he was very good with me. Neil Yarny, Romain Dumas, and Mark Lieb driving that car. So we got a Porsche each, but if either Porsche wins for you, um, that's you I'm, I'm anyway. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, I'm happy with that. Yeah. That said, I wouldn't mind it if a Toyota won. Yeah, yeah. The thing is, you don't care. Whoever wins this race deserves to win it. That's the thing. In the Toyotas, have you picked the Toyota? Yeah, Anthony Davis's car. I like him, and, and it's also got uh, he hasn't won here yet, and it'd be great if Toyota, after all this time, could uh, get a win at Le Mans, and uh, I'd like to see Anthony Davis be the driver that uh, does that for him. I wouldn't mind if Kazuki Nakajima did it as well in the same car yep. as him. The number five Toyota TSO 50. Oh, please. Oh, thank you, monsieur. I've just been told silence. That was lovely. Just a simple sign that says, please silence. A tribute to some of the terrible terrorist acts that have occurred in France recently and the French Air Force air display team in their Alpha Jets painted the sky red, white and blue down the start finish straight. That's what you heard going over. That was lovely, wasn't it? Beautiful. Gentle. Very sweet. Sincere. So, back to the Toyotas. The number five Toyota TSO 50 hybrid with uh, Buemi, Davidson and Kazuki Nakajima. I love him. I love him. But not the number six car with Mike Conway, Kobayashi and Sarazan. Not this year, anyway. Well, you know, I wouldn't mind, but I'd rather have the five car take the win. And if the Audis, we love Audi. It's certainly not against Audi that I haven't picked one of them to shout for. But of the two Audis, 
I'm picking the number seven with three winners, Fastler, Lotterer and Trelleway. Really experienced senior driver lineup. I yep. wouldn't argue with that. They're the most, was it the Americans say, winningest, winningest. drivers yeah. in yeah. a team in one car there. Each of the drivers have got three Le Mans wins. It's the number seven RA team, which we're watching, casually supporting them, and if they win it, it's Audi. Well done, it's Audi. But the number eight car, Lucas Degrassi, Luc Deval, and Oliver Jarvis, or Olivier Jarvis, if you want to name him in the French style. And the number eight car, we're not really following, but good luck to them. And we're not following the Bicolis car, are we? Not particularly, no. Because they're the only direct competition to Rebellion. Yeah, of the non-factory P1 teams, we happen to prefer Rebellion, but it's fair play to Bicolis. Good luck to them in the race. Let's hope they come up safe. Very egalitarian. But the two Rebellion cars, the number 12 and the number 13, we're supporting both of them because Nick Heidfeld, PK and Prost are in one. And in the other one, Alexandra Imperatori, Dominic Kreihammer and Matteo Tuscia, the youngest man to start this race. He's only 19 years old. Youngest man to start this race today. I don't know if he holds the record for the youngest ever Le Mans entrant. Yeah, I have a slight preference for the 12 car there, but let's hope that both those cars come home safe and in good positions. The anticipation continues. We had a spinner a moment ago. One of the Ferraris spun on the S's up to the Dunlop Bridge. Didn't manage to go off. The crowd went, ooh. And that's when they declared it a wet race. So a five-minute call, I hear them say now. Well, that's going to be enough to do a long, slow lap. Everybody stood up. The Audi base car leads the field away. Here they go. car follows that array of something like 60 cars starting this race this year and I have to say I like the sound of the Fords now that I've heard them all together they make a good noise raspier than I thought they might be but now we have a slightly long wait there's the full car field and three helicopters with cameras in and satellite links or microwave links follow the field around the circuit everybody sits down Umbrellas remain up. I'm not sure it is actually raining at the moment. There may be. No, it is. It, it is. is raining it is. here. Oh, yeah, out on the circuit, you can see the cars weaving through the first lap in the rain. Good luck, those guys. Yeah, I don't think they're going to get released when they come round the first time. Is that Brad Pitt? It was Brad Pitt. Why is Brad Pitt there? Do you know? He's keeping Jackie Chan company. Why is Jackie Chan there? 
interesting Brad Pitt company. I, I don't know. We just, uh, maybe they happen to be here. I don't know. I hope they're both the more fans. We had a shot on the TV of some massive international celebrities in those two attending the start of the race with Jean Tot who didn't do a very good job of managing the calendar this year, did he, Jean Tot? He should have said, no, you either have Le Mans and Canada, two races on the same day that everyone can enjoy. You certainly don't have two races in Europe on the same day. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's not the best bit of FIA scheduling, is it? No. And if you want to know whose side we're on, as much as we love F1, look, we're here at Le Mans. That's what we choose to do. Helicopter overhead suggests that the cars should be within reach of where we are right now. It's sort of hold your breath time, really. As they creep round in the rain, working out just how much grip they've got. And are they going to get released this time round? I'll listen on my headphones and see what the commentary is saying. The clock has actually started ticking. This has been counted as lap one. We're watching on the TV, we can see the cars going down Anage, I think, at the moment. And the yellow flag's been waved, so they're not allowed to overtake under these sort of conditions at the moment. I can actually see rain still falling now. Just hearing in the commentary that my Ford GT, the number 67 car, has failed to start up and it came in after a tyre change and now they've got it started and here it comes so here is my Ford GT we can hear it listen to this hold on that's the safety car they're not at the Porsche curves yet that's still public road so yeah. that'll be the bit of public road before the Porsche curves I think unless they're just coming up to Indianapolis we can see the cars going through the Porsche curves at the moment. The Baikolis car is sitting in the pit. It'll have to wait until the entire field has passed the start finish straight before they can release the Baikolis car. On the TV screens at the moment, lots of umbrellas. The sun is starting to shine though, it's starting to break through. You can see it reflecting off the surface of the Circuit de la Salle. Headlights on through the spray the cars are not going to get released this lap our wait continues some good news and some bad news it is now 26 minutes since the start of the race and the bad news is that the rebellion number 12 car has come into the pit and is having some work done on the gearbox or transmission at the rear which is disappointing for us because we care about that team and also Mark Chitty Chittenden who took us into the garage yesterday we just saw him on screen so we feel his pain the good news however is that it's believed I'm trying to listen to the commentary at the same time as do this it's believed that as the cars come down the start finish straight on this occasion they will be released but because it's not a race start in the traditional sense the cars won't be in 2x2 formation they'll be in single file but will be released we hope when they appear at the end of the start finish straight which I'm looking to my right now. I can see the massive Le Mans stand. Um, got half an eye on the screen, trying to work out where the cars are and how long it is before they turn up at the bottom here. 
Stand by. Have you fed up badly with the rebellion team? Yeah. Yeah, what's happened? Number 12 car in the garage. We've got the bodywork off at the back doing something with the gearbox. Which car is that? Which one? Uh, that's the PK Frost oh, and Heifel car. The main car? Yeah. Oh, what a shame. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's all right. So but not it, over yet, is it? We're only just getting started. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, and, and it's, it's just water the airbox. doesn't sound like it's too serious. I hope they'll, they'll be going again soon. War, is that what they said? Water in the airbox? Water in the air. That's oh. what French television reports. Oh, I didn't hear that. Well done, see? Here comes... What's this, the medical car? Safety car. So we're still under safety car. We are at the moment, but we're thinking they may get released for this lap here. We're holding our breath. And that means they'll pull in on the straight. Yeah. They'll all come in single file, one behind the other, rather than two by two by two. Yeah. They'll be released to race. Yeah, right. so they're, they're, so it's going to go a bit mental without here. Exactly. They won't stop. They'll yeah. carry on rolling. Yeah. Yeah. There's going to be some heavy acceleration going on right in this. Look, I've never noticed that before. See the Michelin man, whose name means eat all, experience everything, Bibendum. Bibendum. Oh, yeah. His name is Bibendum. His name is Bibendum, yeah. We call him the Michelin man, he's yeah. called Bibendum. Yeah. Bibendum is holding up a tower in front of the main stand there with a timing screen I've never seen before. Sort of a digi screen showing number four is the number five Toyota, two and a half, 2.45 seconds behind the leading car. Massive display and very conveniently placed for us guys in this stand it's good isn't it but where are the cars i can see a helicopter hovering over the other side of the ferris wheel by the ford curves and he starts to tend towards us suggesting the cars are getting closer watch the helicopters it's like watching seagulls chasing a trawler isn't it the helicopters tell you where the cars are at the moment the tv screens are just showing a commercial so we don't know what's happening out there what does the commentary say? Does the commentary say they're racing? Are they going to release the car? We just don't know. Gareth Jones on speed! And after half an hour's running, here comes the field again, but they're still behind the safety car. God, when they do let them go, this place is going to erupt. safety car is coming in and ultimately finally after 52 minutes of running the cars will be allowed to race and overtake once again everybody stands up we're looking at them they're down at the Ford chicane at the moment I think yep I'm going to prepare for a lot of noise through this microphone here we go, listen to this. We're about to cross the line. Safety cars in, they're running. The number two Porsche meets, followed by the number one. Then the two Toyotas, then the two terrifying Audis. 
the Rebellion, the G-Drive, the Signatec Alpine, oh, the Manicar, pushes out one of the Signatec Alpines and then almost loses it going into the Dunlop Bridge. As they all gather themselves up in very slippy but raceable conditions, alas! was the number 67 Ford GT my Ford GT it really makes a good noise as does the entire field right we're racing hooray Two hours running, it's now just after seven o'clock and it's been a good couple of hours racing. There's been quite a bit of changing place in the first three positions. At the moment, the number one Porsche leads with a Toyota in second place. The Toyota seems to have shown a real turn of speed, which is going to stand them in good stead if they have any technical problems. If you've got the speed, you can overcome the time that you spend in the pits. Sog. He's got headphones on. Sog. You must be very happy. Porsche leading with the Toyota in number two, not an Audi. Well, it's been a terrific little scrap in this recent stage of the race between the three factory uh, P1 teams. Uh, you know, the, they've been running very close. Lead's been changing. Porsche have got it right now, but... We've got a long way to go. Yeah, got a long way to go, and it uh, could change a bunch of times uh, before the end of the race. Uh, only another the 20... Hour, maybe, who knows? It's, uh, only another 22 hours... of those two sounds the pumping beat and people talking at a very high level and the distant sound of cars on a circuit means that I've left the circuit side for the moment and come over to one of the many bars in the village at Le Mans where you can hang out have a drink have something to eat but I've come to the Guinness pub to talk to two people who I find it hard to separate on occasions. Sog's here, as is Alex Goy from the car faction. And if you've ever seen these two standing next to each other, you'll ask which one is which. Alex. Hello. Welcome back. It's a pleasure to be back. I'm almost as drunk as I was the last time. <laughs> <laughs> it's the time of the day. The race is established. We've all relaxed because they're up there. We can have a drink. The beer train has left the station. <laughs> and it's not going to stop for a while. <laughs> How was your journey over? When did you get here? How did you get here? I got here yesterday. I cheated. I took the train. Sacrilege. I know. I did, did it last, last year. year. <laughs> <laughs> I took the train because I'm going to be somewhere very early Monday. I really can't be doing with getting home at three in the morning and wanting to claw my eyes out. But yeah, the journey was quick. It was easy. It was really lovely. Got here quite late. Sat and watched an inter circuit for a while. Woke up this morning. Felt horrible. Because while I was watching an inter circuit, of course, I was binge drinking. 
just not like you. No, I never do that. No, I'm a good boy. What are you doing? Are you shooting for car faction? Yes, well, I'm sort of am, but basically I've, I've been an awful human being and I've made work for everyone else apart from me. Smart. Yes. We have a crew of people in Aston Martin's pit garage. Uh, we're making a film on what it's like to work and be part of the greatest endurance race on earth. Which is this one? Which is this one? Yeah. It's most certainly this one. Um, and it's turning out to be a proper race as well because we've had Porsche and Toyota swapping the lead yep. and Audi not dominating in the way that they have done historically. Well, Toyota doing well is kind of new to me. <laughs> yeah. Last year, I think we were all going, yes, Porsche, win, please win, please win. Don't let Audi do it. Everyone beat Audi. Uh, and this year, I think Toyota's quietly confident. Well, they've got a debugged, re-engineered car with a different energy storage system. They've got a very flexible car that worked in wet conditions earlier on. You know, they've built a very good machine. Is it reliable enough? We don't know. Zog and I were talking earlier on about how Audi build a car which not only is quick and reliable, but you can fix it very easily when stuff goes wrong. Yeah. That could Not. still be their advantage, couldn't it? Well, no, 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 no. The thing is, this year, the new car is clearly not as easy to fix as the previous generation of Audi. Because when they spent all that time working on the front suspension at Silverstone, that car is not as easy to fix as it used to be. If they have problems, they're likely to spend more time working to fix those problems. So that they may not have that, you know, time in the bits of garbage anymore. So maybe it's Toyota and Porsche this year. Well, I mean, as it stands right now, I think. Oh, it's my unreliable app thing. Porsche is in the lead, and I'm doing a little bit of a happy dance inside because it's Weber and Hartley, and it's a big pile of German yes. It's the wrong Porsche for me. Miliani's my Porsche car. Love Mark Weber. Thought Brendan Hartley was a good young lad. You know, I was very, very happy, but it's not my Porsche. So, and neither is it my Toyota leading. Neither is it my Ford leading. So I'm enjoying the. On, but not as much as I could. Tell you what, thoughts. Now, because of what we're doing, I should be. Yeah, yes, Martin. But oh my God, please let a Ford win. Oh, please. Yeah. Please. They look amazing. They sound disgusting. Don't they? They're, they're the right dirty. The Corvettes have this almost offensive, guttural growl to them. Oh, it's right. Ford's. It's a little bit lighter, a little bit brighter, and they're not as screamy as the Ferraris, which I still hate. I know you've said that before, haven't you? So much! Oh, I'd like to see a spectral analysis of the sound that the Corvettes make and the sound that the four GTs make. I think the Corvettes are going to have nice bottom end, lower frequencies, low mid. You know. The Corvette is about two octaves lower than the Ferrari. Yeah, yeah. But the Fords don't quite occupy as many of the lower frequencies as the Corvette. And there's a hard, metallic... The Corvette, you hear it a little bit before it gets to you, and then you hear it a long time after it's gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas the Ford, you hear it halfway, and then you see it, and then halfway, and it's gone. 
So, if Ford are running the EcoBoost, it's a terrible name, yeah, engine. The, the EcoBoost yeah. V6 race car engine, yeah. Eco My Arse. Yeah, 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 exactly. But they're running a car which can sound so strident with a turbocharger. Why can't F1 cars sound better than they do? I won't ask for the answer. That's a question for somebody who knows more and has drunk less beer. Then we'll leave it to them and we'll drink more beer. Yay, beer! say it's only it's only the Welsh who sing spontaneously no the French will sing the anthem when they're drunk in the Guinness bar I've, I've seen that documentary Casablanca French national anthem drunk in the Guinness bar yeah. yeah. welcome so to Europe yes that's right welcome to Europe Europe let us unite brothers and sisters oh no less let's as motorsport fans we have to stay in Europe drunk and watch cars go round in wobbly circles and be happy and be happy that's the future for Europe I hope I sincerely do a couple of mates are here I call the mates of people I've known through Gareth Jones on speed Dave Galpin hi mate how you doing I'm fantastic good you are how, how are you enjoying uh, it it's awesome it's great this year really awesome you backing drivers or teams or cars Porsche I think yeah yeah you yeah. think you still don't know uh, well Weber Weber, yeah, Weber yeah. Hartley there's a lot of love for, there is. for him, yeah. especially Mark Webber after the Red Bull debacle. Yeah, yeah. He was treated really badly there, I think. And he didn't get to win it last year here when no, Hulk won. I was happy Hulk won, but yeah. Webber winning, I wouldn't have been sad about that. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah I'd like to see Webber winning, I think. Definitely, definitely. You brought your mate Martin with yes, you. Yes, Martin's first time at Le Mans. How's it going? It's going very, very well. Really enjoying it. I wish you could see the smile on Martin's face. <laughs> the tone of your voice does not belie the smile on your face at no, the moment. It's been uh, very good so far. Great weather apart from the start. Yeah, it was frustrating that we didn't get the full-on race start. That was disappointing. But, you know, that's okay. We're still looking at the clock at five past eight in the evening. We've still got another, uh, how many hours? Too many hours. Five hours we've been racing now. Well, two hours, really. Nineteen left. Four hours, yeah. Whole yeah. new days racing. Yeah. You have a history with endurance racing, though. As a young man, a very young man, you... Yeah, certainly did. My dad used to take me to Silverstone. I used to watch the Gulf of Clara in the Honda, the Mark Cross. TBRs back in the day. I think they just bought out the crazy purple thing. I can't remember what it's called now. The, uh, the giant Cerberus. The Cerberus Cigaris. Oh, that one, yeah, yeah. The Speed 12. I remember. Did they? The I didn't one. know that. One, yeah. You see, on-speed listeners are very... Are you gassed up? Do a burner! You do a burner! Nah! Nah, do a burner! You better explain why. Do a burner! Hold on, I'll film you. Love you. You and me. This is David, who you know. We walk. Do a burner! I'm doing a burner! 
Damien and I walked back from the Antares station back to the campsite last night after the driver's parade, and you witnessed the Brits, the Danes, and the Dutch trying to get people to do burnouts. It was probably my favourite thing that's happened at the Mun. It was just a bunch of Brexit mothers, like, <laughs> hanging out on the road, stopping cars, I mean, getting them to pull their windows down, and then shouting at them, do <laughs> yep, that's pretty much what happened. Damien has just met up with two guys who are from the Le city Mans. of Le Mans. Yes. What's your name? William in English. And you are? Malo. Malo. So, growing up in Le Mans, a city with a heritage in motorsport, was that something you chose to be interested in or we you couldn't get away from it? If you're from Le Mans, you you're cannot get away from it. Yeah. Like, it's part of the spirit of the place, you know, like having a pint, going to the circuit, or the, the rice track. It's so good, you know, everyone goes there. If you're from Le Mans, you have to come. You have to come. There is two weekends every year. You can't miss this week and uh, Christmas week. But this one, also the bike, 24 hours. So this is bike. almost like a religious festival. It's, just, it's, it's right. Yesterday night, Le Mans was more international than Paris. Yes, uh, yeah, it's, it's very true. And, and, and let's keep it that way, yeah? It's awesome, it's really awesome. But, but it's mostly French and British, though. <laughs> oh, that's a lot of Germans, yeah? though. Okay. A lot of Germans, uh, Danes, Netherlands as well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They have the best time, the Dutch have the best time. <laughs> I'm very grateful to the people of Le Mans for the reception we get when we turn up here and we are really grateful for the people from England because the, the spirit. spirit in ambiance spirit is so beautiful so good and I come back from Paris just for the night with good plans. Oh, we don't live in Le Mans anymore because, uh -huh. like, we work in Paris. But you have to come home for this. For this week. Well, well you know what? The way that people bring their cars to Le Mans, if you own a car, a mark that races in Le Mans, awesome. you bring it back, and it's like you guys, you're like salmon who swim upstream to the spawning ground yeah. where they were born. We can you say have that. to come <laughs> back. I don't feel like a salmon, but we can <laughs> say that. I, 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 I've said this for many years, that if, if there was a race in Britain where 60,000 French people came over and took over the town with another 200,000 people from other parts of the world, I don't think there is a town in Britain that would do it as well and welcome us in the way that you do. Merci pour le entente cordial. Pas de problème, merci Hello. beaucoup. It's, it's, a, it's a pleasure to have you. Enchanté, Damien. Enchanté, Damien. Okay, nice to meet you guys. Nice to meet you. Lovely to meet our European cousins of and, uh, we, we hope that Don't you have a good Europe. time. Like, we no, hope Don't no, get up Europe. Europe. We okay. won't. I will do everything I can to stop everyone I know voting the other way. Please, please. Oh, God, yes. Why would you want to leave? Why? This no, this so family weird. that we built. <laughs> Why? Why? We don't want to. Please, have to go to UK. Yeah. That. Yeah.
So good Hello, monsieur. Salut. Nice to meet you. Je suis Gareth. What's your name? Uh, it's Pierre. Pierre, comment ça va, Pierre? Uh, I'm alright. Are you from Le Mans as well? Yeah, born and raised. Love the Le Mans, boys. Yeah. So, no more Pescarolo, though. It's a Le Mans team. Yeah, Pescarolo were based in Le Mans. Yeah. They're not running anymore. Onroke are here now, aren't they? Onroke, who run yeah. some of the teams. They're your local team. Even Alpine are. Uh, Alpine, friends. of course. They're going to take yeah. Alpine, of course. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a pleasure. They have a Chinese pilot, I think, but. Uh, that's why Jackie Chan is here. <laughs> Jackie Chan's Jackie Chan, Brad Pitt. Yeah. It's ridiculous, isn't it? <laughs> it is. But why are they here? Because it's the best motor race in the world. True. <laughs> 9 p.m. Six hours running. And we've left the bar. We went via the gig. And as you know, they have a stage here. There's a DJ playing tonight. I'm sure there's a band playing later. But the DJ was playing Prince just as we came over the Dunlop Bridge, which is kind of appropriate because Damien, who's with us, used to work for Prince, has edited some video material for him over the years. New Prince, so that was very poignant. Damien's already having a very good time. You can probably tell. And he was very happy when we came down the bridge. I'm happy now because we're standing at Tête Rouge, one of my favourite places to be during the race. I thought you might want to hear some sounds of cars and perhaps a little French commentary. So I'll hush up and you enjoy the atmosphere. sit here all day like Because I've just about lost my voice with all 
were singing and shouting. I should explain that earlier on I met a lad sitting up at Tete Rouge who had a Welsh flag draped over his lap. So I turned around to him and I said, where are you from? Expecting him to say, well, Bridget or Brill, somewhere in my home country. And he said, I'm from Le Mans. I said, well, why are you wearing a Welsh flag then? And he said to me, in perfect Welsh, in a beautiful French accent, I am learning to speak Welsh. He's a big rugby fan, loves the Welsh rugby team. And when they play the Welsh Asham for my hair, Lad and Hadai, he wanted to learn the words. And he proved to me that he learned them and he sang them. At the top of his voice, I joined in, which is why I've lost my voice, really. But that's wonderful, uh, because he does what I like to do, learn the anthems of other nations in their language. But I'm going to leave it there for now. Before my voice gives up. Sog and Gazia and Stevie are over by the fence recording pictures. And I will wish you good night. And I'm quite happy because at the moment, the number two Porsche is leading the race at 12.30, if you like, half an hour into Sunday morning. Neil Jarney's car leading this epic race. And he didn't get to show his best last year. Let's see if he can win it this time round. And we'll find out in the morning. But for now, night night people. I'll leave you with a, a bit more of the atmosphere. get song lyrics, join our Facebook fan site, follow us on Twitter, or to find out about sponsorship opportunities, go to garethjones.tv. Gareth Jones on Speed is made in London by Whizbang. Gareth Jones on Speed!